Hello and welcome back to New Hampshire's number one sports podcast where one of the hosts, no matter what city he goes on vacation to, will seek out the nearest bowling alley just to get in a couple frames. It is the Never Wears podcast. I'm your host, Tom Brown, joined as always by my brother, Tim. Tim, how are you? Uh, I'm good. And, you know, you always like to visit different bowling alleys. I feel like that really gives you the heart of the city. Yeah. But the thing is, the funny thing is, is you're there at 11. You're there at open. Yeah. That's when the lanes are the freshest. You have a weird hot dog on a roller (laughs) and a pitcher of warm draft beer. Yeah. And most likely the wrong size ball. Well, I mean, that's your choice. There's balls all over the place. No, but they never have the extra large fingers in like 10 through 12. You know, I'm an 11 ball guy. It's just it's, you know, I got these sausage fingers. What am I supposed to do with this? Maybe you do my strategy. You don't even put your fingers in the hole. Well, that's outrageous. You know, you get a nice little spin. It looks good. And you also only bolt like you. What's your highest game? 94. (laughs) It's not true. Well, Tim, we had the goat weekend, bro. Mm, What a weekend, huh? You actually texted me that. Is this the best football weekend ever before um, it started blowing up on Twitter? Well, yeah, I'm ahead of a lot of things. But the thing I was thinking about is I didn't I didn't think like Bengals Titans was a good game. 49ers Packers wasn't that great of a game. It was good defense. Yeah, it was good defense, but I'm just saying in general it wasn't like the two games on Sunday were like fireworks. And that's why Yeah, but that's just a different style of football. Like yeah, the Chiefs Bills game was incredible but if you like defensive games then the Packers 49ers game was kind of more your speed with terrible quarterback play yeah and bad special teams yeah so let's just go through um we can start with Bengals Titans um the Bengals win I have written down here oh my god Tannehill basically you just don't have to suck yeah, he just just needed to like hold on to the ball and take the sacks instead of those weird throw it up interceptions. Both interceptions that that cost him the game right there. He had three, AJ Brown was open every time he threw him the ball. He had three picks, Tim. It wasn't just both. It was they three picks. It was just awful. Yeah, I, I mean, I I tweeted during the game. Mm-hmm. This is why Tannehill is a mediocre quarterback. Yeah, I agree. He it is. It's essentially if you don't make mistakes, they just like kind of walk to a victory because the Bengals weren't that good. No, I mean Burrow had a ton of yards, but I don't even think he had a touchdown. So mm, yeah, I so um Henry didn't. It didn't seem like Derrick Henry looked completely healthy they played him way too much 20 carries seemed like a lot especially with foreman playing good so 20 carries 62 yards but in that he had like a 15 or 20 yard run 
So if you take that run out, it's 19 carries and 30 yards. Right. He was averaging 3.1 yards. You know, Foreman had four carries and 66 yards. And it seems like every time they put Foreman in, he had a huge run. I don't understand why he didn't get the ball more. I know. I, I, I feel like if you just ease him back and then you're like, okay, now he has a game under his belt and now you're going to Kansas City and you want to keep Pat Mahomes off the field. Or if you were going to Buffalo, obviously they didn't know who they were going to play. But yeah. So here's an interesting thing I heard someone bring up and I totally agree with. If you thought they should take Jamar Chase, you're right. They're in the AFC Championship game and he's been incredible. But Joe Burrow got sacked nine times. So I also think what this person said, and I agree with, if you wanted them to take Sewell, you're right too. You're right, but I also think you're a couple years behind where you are right now. They're exactly. They're probably not an AFC championship. Like Jamar Chase is their offense, pretty much. Yeah, there's just they weren't even. No, I'm not saying like Higgins isn't good or anything like that, but they go off a of chase. Yeah, um, they. They were getting them involved. They didn't just do deep passes with them. They were throwing like screens. Yeah. And one of he, he had a handoff. Yeah. He had a twenty-yard reception where they threw a screen and he he burned the cornerback. I think before he caught the ball, and it was a screen. He was like getting ready to go, and the cornerback was on his ass. And then with Sewell, I mean, first the Lions play him at right tackle, which is confusing. But, I mean, I guess you could have put him at left tackle and he would have been your left tackle for 15 years, but that doesn't solve the other four linemen problems. Like, the entire offensive line sucks. Yeah, true. But if you can get one solid tackle, you can maybe fill in pieces. And then on top of those nine sacks, three or four of them, were made worse by Burrow. Running, trying to just, just go down. You can't, you're not going to, it's not college where you're going to, you know, break that first tackle and get out of the pocket and make a 60 yard pass. Like, yeah. just go down. He, and not only three or four were made worse by him, but two or three of those knocked him out of field goal range. Field goal range, yeah. And they have an awesome field goal kicker. Yeah. I mean, I thought, and that would, if the Titans had pulled the game out, I feel like that would have been the talk of every, you know, everybody would have been saying that. Well, if they had lost, it would have just been like, you can't win if your quarterback's getting sacked nine times. And then someone eventually would have been like, you also can't have your quarterback scrambling back eight yards to try and avoid it. Yeah. Just sense the pressure. Also, he should go down so that they can't put their body weight on him. They can't hit him. He gets hit too much. He's awesome. He's, his knees already exploded. Yeah. He gets hit too much. I agree. So this game could have gone the Titans way, Tim. They just need to convert a first down. And so you have the guy that they call King Henry. Every picture, every image of him is someone putting a crown on him. He is the best running back in football. Like, Jonathan Taylor had the best year this year because Henry was out. 
Yeah, and, and if you look at the numbers, it's crazy what Henry was doing through the first stayed, nine games. He he's still in the top in, 10 in all these categories. Right. I was going to say, he stayed in the top five in rushing yards until like week 15. Yeah. So my issue was, why the fuck on third and one are you doing a shotgun run with Ryan Tannehill? <laughs> I... I just, there were so many calls all throughout the weekend where you're just like, you are overthinking it. Well, we're going to, I think it will be a theme as we go through each game. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, that was. And not, not only that, but he lost, I think, two yards, which made it like an unattainable fourth down. Right. And then they tried to run with Henry. Yeah. Honestly, I don't. And think... that was a bad run by Henry. There was like I... a. Uh... It was like when Le'Veon Bell used to get the ball and stand in the backfield to see the lane or see the hole, but there was no hole and he was just standing in the backfield and then dove down behind the left tackle. Yeah, Henry doesn't have to do that. No, yeah. you should have just been in eye formation and ran it straight up the, the middle. Twice. Just do it twice. There, it's. I just don't get it. It's so dumb. Or, I don't know, throw a slant to A.J. Brown, uh, anything to A.J. Brown. Anything other than having Tannehill have the ball in his hands on the biggest play of the game. So there's a theme just a couple times where it was, we're going to take the ball out of our best player's hands. And not giving it to Henry or A.J. Brown is doing that. And then I think, well, we'll get to the other instances. But um, so that, well, then, that was the game because then the Bengals just marched down to field goal range because you have Jamar Chase. Yeah. The well, it, the deep. I in a, I guess we're gonna talk about it again because every game ended like in a walk off fashion. The defense on the last drives was atrocious in every game. So it's interesting because my thing is, I'm always like, if you're doing fine, I under understand prevent is to avoid the big play but why do you have to go away from your so like the last week or two i guess it's still kind of last week the wild card round mm-hmm. the 49ers went and that everyone stood on the sideline to prevent that to keep them in the middle of the field i get that because they had no time that makes perfect sense but to just like play back so jamar chase doesn't beat you deep you can you have to stop them from getting within 56 yards of the field goal kick for the field goal kicker. Yeah. So don't give them huge cushions. Just play your normal defense. It's worked all game. Yeah. The, the Jamal, Bengals I think didn't Jamal, play well. No, and I think Chase had like a 25-yard catch on that drive. That's what I'm saying. That's what I said earlier when it's super easy because you just have Jamar Chase. Yeah. But it was every game. Every single game ended the – Pretty much the same, you know, outside of the Bills Chief. But, I mean, the defense in that game was atrocious. Really makes me upset that the Patriots lost by 37 to them. I don't – or 30. I don't get it. Or, like, just didn't score. Uh, Yeah. But, I mean, we did talk about the the interception really changed everything because that could have been – that looked like a scoring drive. True. So, then, at night – uh, 49ers at the Packers, cold, snowy, and crappy game. Like, not played well. 
So I think, put it this way, the 49ers defense played well stopping the Packers, but then the 49ers offense didn't play well. It wasn't like the Mm. Packers defense played well. I agree. Also, seven weeks ago on this podcast, you were saying the Packers are the best team in the league. And they had just played the Bears on Sunday night. And I texted you it. And then I said it on the podcast. They're the worst special teams in the league. And this is why you can't be that bad on special teams. Because special teams lost. Well, I wouldn't say special teams lost in the game. Because Aaron Rodgers played like shit. But mm. like, if they have an even mediocre special team, punt team. Just like, get the punt off. Yeah, just get the punt off. What was the other one? They made another stupid play. They blocked a field goal. Yeah. That was right. And then the Packers the only rushed with 10 on the final field goal. Yeah. So do you think early on, Aaron, or not even early on, throughout the whole game, Aaron Rodgers was just kind of like, I'm gonna throw it to Devontae Adams because that's gonna work. Too much too many times. It he totally forced it. Like Adams had a decent game, I think, right? Uh, I don't think he went over 100. Oh, yeah. So Also, if he hits Aaron Jones in stride yes. before the half, that's a touchdown. Absolutely. Yeah. And underthrown him big time. And Aaron, they didn't seem like they capitalized on that 50-yard play afterwards. Aaron well, no, Jones stayed in bounds, which was ridiculous. And yeah, then, that, was, that was the blocked field goal. Yeah, but they, I feel like they had 20 seconds, right? 25 seconds. They could have ran a couple more plays towards the end zone, but it's just throw it to Devontae Adams, throw it to Devontae, like. So. Yeah, so Adams had 10, 11 targets, nine catches, 90 yards. But the thing is, Tim, Alan Lazard is the only other wide receiver for the Packers that had a catch. I think yeah. the Niners played awesome defense, but you there's no way Cobb, um, Valdez, Scantling. Yeah. Uh, those guys had to have been open at least on some play. Yeah, it's not like the cornerback depth for the 49ers is tremendous. Like, their third wide receiver, Randall Cobb, can't beat him on a short slant or something? I, it made no sense. And then... The pass rush was eating alive the Packers um, offensive line. That is, yeah. that's one thing. They just were everywhere. I know Bose is your boy. Big Bose guy. No, I mean, the Niners are a good team. They're probably the scariest team left in the playoffs. That's not the Chiefs. Granted, that's only four teams, but like all the lower seeds that won, they're definitely. The best one, I think. Yeah, for sure. I think that I'm. I think they're going to beat the Rams. Yeah, that's an interesting one, especially because they just played like three weeks ago. And beat um, the Rams. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, here here's a question for you, Tim. Again, on the interesting coaches' decisions, they made a point to put. The best tackle in football, mm-hmm. according to grades, but also every eye test available. 
they made him ineligible and put him at like a what our high school ran with the wing the wing backs. He was a wing back and he yeah. went full speed. Oh my god. And they picked he, up a first down in the first half. They did it again in the second half and they ran to the left. It was like, oh well decoy him. That's foolish. He blew up like three people in that play. It was terrifying. I wrote it's frightening when they run that. It's it should be outlawed for player safety. <laughs> it's yeah, it it's, was it I was just, crazy. I don't know why, again, you're just like here we go. Let's let's just do something stupid here. Well, and the other part of it is so not only is now your left tackle a backup and your best offensive lineman is going away from the play, but you only ran the other play once. The defense isn't going to adjust that quickly. Like you could have run that two or three times and then maybe ran a counter to the other side. But I don't think you running it one time in the first half and then coming back later in the second half, like, did you think the whole, all the linebackers were going to overreact and sprint over to where Trent Williams was going? And what are they going to do? Like, honestly, like, didn't they only, they only needed a couple yards. He's going to get yeah, like three or four, like they were going to get the yardage if they just exactly. ran behind him. Exactly. Or don't run that play. Like I it was great the first time, and I think it went for like 12 yards. But if you're not going to follow the lead block, then don't run it again. Right. I, I, I get like, okay, we ran this once, like you were saying. Everyone's going to – they're going to know it, so we'll go left. No, just go behind the best tackle in football who is the size of a house. Yeah. And Ken, fucking motor. He is so fast. That was terrifying. Oh my god! It. I would have been pissed if I was. Was it Kittle, or it might have been their backup tight end, and their right tackle? He crushed all three of them. Yes, he hit. I would have been like, "Why'd you just hit me?" The, uh, we were double block. We, we had him doubled. Like, but at the same time, what are you going to say to Trent Williams? Yeah, Nothing. not too much. It. I just Unless don't get the it. Redskins medical staff. Going to lie to him. Yeah. So also. What um, I mean the big thing here was Rogers looked bored. Rogers looked like, oh wow, they got us kind of figured. We like, it was almost like he was like, ooh, we don't have a chance here. I don't like Rogers. I've come I, to the conclusion. I think that's what's come out of this is people are like, you know what, the whole year, the whole thing, the like. Well, and then his comment, his comments after the game where he's gonna have to think about it. And he doesn't want to go through a rebuilding process. And it's like, you're, you wouldn't like, you're not rebuilding. They don't have any cap space, but all they like legit need to do is franchise tag Devonte Adams and boom, you win the NFC North. Yeah. That's why I don't get, I didn't understand that. Like where, who is looking for a quarterback that's in a better position than you are in the NFC North with the Packers. Right. It, the, everybody says the Broncos. Okay, do you really want to go through Kansas City and the Chargers? But also, are they better than the... No, I don't think so. So, Green Bay has already said, like, they know they're fucked in the uh, payroll department. They, they've said we're franchising Devontae Adams. He can choose to play or not. There's not, like, 
they're franchising him, which why wouldn't you? I think he will play because he came out before the season and said something along the lines of, I'm never going to give up any money I've earned. Right. And that's why he played without a contract this year. Right. So, so and the franchise tag is going to be what? Well, I know for a cornerback, it's, it's 17 something. So it's the average of the top four receiver contracts. In that yeah. So, center. so there's one team. And I'm not just saying this because I have two very close friends that root for them. There's one team that would be a really good situation. That's the Steelers. Yeah. Yes and no. I think Rodgers kind of lives and dies off of how good Devontae Adams is. Yeah, but he I makes think... up for a lot of mistakes. Like the Steelers don't have Devontae Adams. No, no they team have... has Devontae Adams. The only team that has another has something close to Devontae Adams is your biggest rival in the division, the Vikings. Yeah. So, but you put three good wide receivers near him and a good rookie or young running back, good pass defense that they know they have to same shitty offensive line that you have in green Bay. Yeah. But he, he, he throws quick passes. I'm just saying that would be, that would make sense. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like it's going to be a, an off season of having to hear him talk about himself. And it's just, I don't, I don't want any part of it. No. Um, five, what was it? Five and six in home games, home playoff games. I don't know. I know he's zero and four against the 49ers in the playoffs. I think it was, it was either five and six or six and five in home playoff games. So it's like, well, you sent that um, text to me before I'd seen everybody else reporting. That they the they've had the same quarterback two quarterbacks for thirty years and have only won two championships. Yeah, it's like that's not that good. And no, that's what I'm saying. And not just the same two quarterbacks, two Hall of Fame, awesome yeah. quarterbacks. Yeah. But I feel like it's not a lack of talent on the team. Like no. Bakhtiari's hurt, so that's big. But outside of him, I mean. You weren't really missing anybody, and you were a better team than the Niners. Yeah. You guys just played terribly. Yeah, and that that seems to be what happens. He's. I remember seeing a clip before last year's NFC Championship game. He was talking to someone on the bench. I think it was a while ago, and I want to say it was Jordy Nelson. They were losing in an NFC Championship game, I think, to the Niners. And he was like, we got to play one of these at home. We have to get one at home. And they lost. Oh yeah, I've seen that home. clip. They lost in it at home last year, and then they lost this year as the only team that got a buy. They choked. Yeah. That's like the definition of choking. That I, and both one seeds lost. Both teams off the buy lost. Yeah, that's interesting. You don't see that. All. Although I, I mean, I mean the Titans beat the Chiefs and the Bills, so you, I mean you can't say they weren't the one seed, but. But I mean if. The Bengals don't have a ridiculous fourth quarter in week 18, then the Bengals or the Chiefs are the one seed. Yeah. Um, one more can... thing about that game. Oh, yeah. Jimmy G, he's just, he, I wrote here, he's just a step up from Tannehill. Yeah. Like he's better than Tannehill, but not by a lot. And he's going to lose you the game just as quickly as Tannehill will. 
Yeah, it's interesting, though. I feel like he's in a great spot this weekend that it's indoors, on turf, good weather. Yeah. Like, that's, well, climate controlled. It's not even, you don't have to worry about any weather. That makes me feel better about him, but yeah, totally. He, But he's still going to throw an interception at a very crucial time. That throw, that interception in the first half was so bad. Where he was, he broke oh a tackle God, and was run into the. That <laughs> should have been Kittle in the back of the end zone for a touchdown. Yeah. Oh my but, God. But Kittle, like they showed it from the D backs point of, like kind of behind the end zone. And Kittle was open when Garoppolo was getting sacked and he broke the sack and still threw it. And it's like, you don't throw it then. Right. Or you, on the run. It was just so weird that he threw it so short it should have been to the back pylon where kittle makes a play or it's out of bounds yeah but easy no. for me to say but two yards in that... front of the goal line right to the cornerback it looked like it legit looked like he the cornerback ran the route that's how bad the pick was and i think it was the play after that that aaron jones had the big 50 yard gain yeah right because the... no no because the packers ran it once and then the 49ers called timeout. And then, and then like, they hit him. Okay, yeah, yeah. fuck you. All right. So now Sunday, Rams, Bucks. I wrote Bengals. I don't know why. But Rams, Bucks. I was texting you early on. I was like, stick a fork in them. Yeah, you did say that. But, I mean, it is what it is with, like, this is how the cookie crumbles and everything. If they don't fumble four times, that's an absolute blowout. Yeah, I don't – something with – like, granted, Brady brought him back, and I get that, but I feel like a lot of people just say, oh, Brady brought them back, and it's like the defense turned the ball over four times for the offense. Like, yeah, Brady tied it up and all that, but, like, the defense brought them back to that game. Right. You, you can't give Brady those chances for sure, but – yeah, the defense, It's I couldn't believe that Cam Akers fumbled a second time. Like, when he fumbled yeah. before the first half, I was like, oh, or halftime, I was like, oh, that sucks. Like, they that, like, could have put the game out of reach. Yeah. And then Cooper Cup fumbled. Who was the fourth fumble? I can't think of it now. It, wasn't a, it was a bad snap. Oh, okay. Um, it, I mean, the Rams looked incredible. And just like I said to you, Tim, they had the perfect team to beat the Bucks. Yeah, interior defensive line. Tim, it you go into the game saying, Aaron Donald, we have to do everything to slow him down. And then Aaron Donald doesn't slow down. No. And I mean, the tackle was hurt. Yeah. He played, right? Worf's played? No. He was yeah, out. so backup tackle. And I mean, Vaughn Miller who last week I was saying isn't that good anymore, had a big game. Well, you know, yeah. Picking up on a... I, it but. just... When you have a center and a guard eating up Aaron Donald and he's still getting pressure, there's nothing you can do. And then you had... The Bucks had limited wide receivers, so then you just have Jalen Ramsey stopping Mike Evans. Yeah. It's like, what? okay, go please, Bucks, try and beat us. 
and like you said before, the that's a, really the only downside of Brady's game is the pressure right up the middle, and it always has been. I know. I I get annoyed he, as a Tom Brady lover. Um, same with Aaron Rodgers and Peyton I think Manning. most quarter. I don't think any quarterbacks can really play well with pressure up the middle. No, because even the guys that have to that can scramble like Mahomes or Josh Allen, it's like, well, now I have to move before I made any reads. Yeah. The ability, but Tom Brady and Manning, guys like that, they're immobile, so it's a little worse for them than yeah. it is for like this new super quarterback. The uh, the Rams' offense looks great, though. Mm-hmm. It'll be interesting with the um, what was it? McVeigh hasn't beaten Shanahan since 2016 or 18. Yes, but I and they were they coached together and their buddies, that whole thing. Did you see the graphic that the uh football team had LaFleur, McVeigh, and Shanahan yeah. all on staff and they hired Jay Gruden? Well, he had that, it in his blood, he has football in his blood. That's tough. You hate to see it, especially with Shanahan being the offensive coordinator. That's an easy thing to just like hire him. Mm. Yeah, there's and, not really much about this game. Like, it was kind of – like, they came back, and it was a great comeback and all that, but, you know, it was kind of a blah game. Like, nothing yeah. really stood out outside of Staff- Stafford had a good game. Oh, wait, we have to continue our what-the-fuck-was-the-coach-doing thing. Right. On all-out blitz, cover zero. But then <laughs> you... then not the whole defense got the call. Yeah, you heard that too? Did they, they, must not, that? they didn't have timeouts, obviously, but – how do you not just like check back into whatever your base defense is? Yeah. When some of the defenders came out and said, we didn't know we were supposed to blitz. That's not good. So, cause they also didn't cover cut. No, he went in. So those guys just kind of, they were supposed to blitz. Didn't know they were supposed to blitz. And then also let Cooper cup just run up the middle of the field. Well, did you hear the wild shit that even came out of that cup came out after and said, that's a clear out route for the underneath routes. I'm not an option. Yeah. That's a complete clear out route. And then Safford threw it off his back foot and it was a laser and dropped right in the breadbasket. But for it to be a clear out route and to be that open. Oh my God. I just <laughs> so there you go. That's three games with with what the fuck decisions. And I think the biggest one's coming up in this last game. Granted that team won, but yeah. Oh, I I think we're we have the same one. Okay, Tim, it's time. The greatest game that's ever been played. Two quarterbacks. No one's ever seen quarterbacks like this. <laughs> Offenses. No one's ever had a good offense before. Defenses that just don't play. <laughs> overtime. Oh my God, you're ruining the sanctity of a sport because of your overtime rules that you've had for the last hundred years. Chiefs, else? Bills. Um, it was an awesome game. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was an incredible game. Uh, greatest game ever played? I don't know if I'd go that far. Exactly. Um, and if, if we want to just touch upon the overtime thing, oh yeah, just to get well, it out of the way. Okay, yeah, sure. Did you hear what Josh Allen said? No. 
he said, those are the rules. I'm not upset about it. If we got the ball, we probably would have scored and the game would have been over too. That's how the game's played. That's, that's fact. They probably, I just like that. He wasn't like, we have to change the rule being from the losing team. Totally. Yeah. Cause there's also like, they had 13 seconds left. Yeah. Like, you know, they're going to run the underneath route to Tyreek Hill. Which, well, that, that first one was good. That was like a pseudo screen where they all ran a route, and as soon as he caught it, they could block. That was, that was pretty good. But the set, why is Kelsey that open? In the middle of the field, like you, that's back to your prevent defense thing. Like, they're not trying to score a touchdown, they're trying to get 30 yards to kick a field goal. And yeah. they had the timeout. So it's like, what do you just, I don't even get it. Totally. I also, just like the football heads out there, the super smart football guys on Twitter that know everything and probably do know more than us, but just in general, to be like, why didn't you just tackle Kelsey at the line and then let the play run? And yeah, then you can't, they can't get that time back. It's like no one thinks of that, but you guys know that little loophole rule or it's like, why wouldn't they just tackle Kelsey? It's not realistic because also what if, be, you, what, what if you, you missed him the other thing that i do not get is why not make them catch the ball at the four yard line also with that rule why wouldn't the refs if you just blatantly tackled kelsey at the line mm-hmm. and you'd have to do it hard enough to tackle him like you said or you're gonna miss they're gonna you're going to get 15 yards for the personal foul. Well, I guess it'd be within five yards. So it'd be holding. Not if you tack, like maybe if you like wrap him up and bring him to the ground, but if you tackle him, you're going to get a personal foul. The clock's going to stop and they're going to move at 15. No, because if we're at the worst, it'd be pass interference. And then that's a spot foul. Well, what about defenseless receiver? If you just run up and take a shot at him, I'm saying. No, I'm saying people are saying jam them and just like drag them down at the line, like completely mug them. But no one thinks like that. No. And you could do that anywhere on the field. It doesn't have to be the Kelsey with the last, you know? Right. It's just that he caught it and he's there. Well, I guess you can't even call him their best receiver because that play Hill made was ridiculous. Very, very much super bad energy there where it's like kids a freak, kids the fastest man alive. Um, yeah, and they didn't throw the taunting penalty, which I agree. I mean, I don't think that's taunting, but it's, also it, it would have been well, an interesting wrinkle definition of taunting, I guess, actually would have been an inter- interesting wrinkle because it would have given the Chiefs given the Chiefs more time to run. I mean, they scored, but maybe they don't score. I don't know. But that was I was like, oh, I don't like Tyreek Hill. So I was kind of like, please call it. But yeah, that I don't game, like the- that game sucked because I didn't want either team to win. Which is tough because, you know, somebody had to. Just another thing. This has been my thing about overtime in general before the two messiahs <laughs> played quarterback the other day and people were upset because they both couldn't win. I have always thought, just play a full quarter. Chief score, Bills get the ball back, and if the Bills turn it over or have to punt, 
the Chiefs can score again. Basketball, full quarter. Well, not a full quarter. Make it 10 minutes like they do. But play just a full quarter. Basketball is a full quarter. Baseball is a whole inning. Hockey is hockey's different. They do the sudden death thing. Soccer does a full period, I'm pretty sure. They don't do, I don't think all levels of soccer do like golden goal. Like if you score, the game's over. Yeah, I don't know enough about soccer. I just think play 10 minutes. And then people could say, oh, the risk of injury, all that shit. It's like NBA games play double overtime all the time and have a game the next day. And it's like, sorry, dudes, should have won in regulation. It's just. Not only that, but they played five minutes of the overtime. Or like four and a half. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if the Bills get the ball back, that's pretty much it. You'd say three to five minute drive. And then that's your 10 minute quarter. It, and fine. And if then you have to play another one, play another one. I just think you should, they, it should be a 10 minute quarter. Just play the whole quarter. That takes. Or maybe the second one is sudden death. Yeah, sure. If you want, just if it's not even sudden death, like the touchdown, like if they, because yeah. if, and then there's the take, which I tend to lean to a little bit now is make a stop. I was just going to say, or the defense could just stop. Like, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those things. It's like part of the game is playing defense. It's not all about these two awesome quarterbacks having an awesome day. No, I would say the more importantly, well, maybe not more importantly, but half the game is defense. Yeah, it's all three phases, Tim. And the Bills can be upset, but... They could have stopped the Chiefs twice in the last three minutes and won that game. So, you know what would have been interesting had, say, Kansas City returned the kick. Mahomes didn't touch the ball. Josh Allen didn't touch the ball. Like, then it's like, make a fucking tackle on special teams. It's just, yeah. I, that's why I think right now the way it is, it's like you can't complain because you're – Number one rated fucking DVOA offense or defense didn't stop. Get the stop. Super efficient yeah, it, offense. And you could have just held them to a field goal. Again. Yeah, hold them to a field goal. It's just you complain all the time about that. And then it's really just like, I, it's, it's like I can't even compare it to another sport because I don't know. if. If it's like a walk-off walk, and it's like, oh, it's so stupid it ended in a walk-off walk. It's like, don't fucking walk the guy. Throw strikes. Yeah, and at that point, the bases are loaded. So something went wrong somewhere along the lines here. It's just, I don't know. The whole, like, change the rules thing is dumb because I just don't get what what do they want the rule to be? They want it to go to college where you get to match? Right. That's why if you're going to change it, just make it the full quarter. I think a college thing would be stupid because – these stats count. So you could have 14 overtimes where Mahomes and Josh Allen are just throwing one pass touchdowns. Yeah. No, I, going to college, I don't think would ever happen. But No, it should be gr- grow up and make a stop on defense or play a full quarter. That's yeah. what I think. I mean, I think they were right to get rid of the field goal because that's a little ridiculous. It you is because you cross the 50 and kick Justin field goals. Tucker just has to get to the 45. Yeah. And then if, yeah. Um, so, want to do the co- stupid coaching decision? It was out of control. 
third and seven and Patrick Mahomes doesn't touch the ball? Not only does he not touch the ball, but the backup tight end is taking an actual snap from the center, not a shotgun snap, a legitimate snap. And, Tim, he is running a fucking option. Yeah. I, I. It's one of those where it's like, listen, Andy and Eric, you guys are really good at calling offenses, but you got too cute. Know what to do? Run a goddamn cross with the fastest man on the planet. Or that one play that they run every time it's third and short or fourth and short. Yeah, was it where, third and seven? I might have been wrong. No, I think it was third and short. Oh, okay. Third and seven was the awesome Debo run in that Packers game. You put wherever they put like Tyreek Hill in the slot and he runs an out, but at like an angle and Mahomes sprints out with him. It's impossible to stop. Nobody's ever stopped it yet. Right. No, I agree. Why are you running that play? Yeah. Or just the Travis, Travis Kelsey is probably bigger and faster and more athletic than the person you're cover. He's covering. So just, he's going to run to the sticks and box you out. Yeah. It just was so – I always think it's odd when you take your quarterback away from the ball as if that's really going to, like, throw off an NFL defense. You know, you know what they're what? saying when Mahomes is out at wide receiver? Thank, Thank God. God. Yeah, I was just going to say that exact same thing. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Um, yeah, and, I mean, had they – I mean, I know we said it about the other game. Had they lost – I think people are talking about that play call. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Because that was crazy. They would have put the game out of reach. Then the whole last, like, 92 seconds or whatever doesn't happen. How is Gabriel Davis so open all the time? I don't know. Uh, it, it, it just didn't make sense to me. Um. All right. We'll end on this before we go to about last weekend. Then we can just quickly make our picks and then move to a real quick Patriots offseason thing. I thought Stefan Diggs was supposed to be like super motivated and the man to watch out for. He stood, yeah. he watched the whole celebration last year. Yeah. It's 364 days of uh, motivation. Somebody said. Yeah. Um, but my question is how does that translate to three catches for nine yards and a long of seven? So yeah, it, and the chiefs don't really have like lockdown cornerbacks. No. And Tyron Matthew got hurt in the middle of the game. Yep. And then someone else, another guy got hurt, like hurt his shoulder or something. Another safety. It's, it's, it's just like, if you go back and listen to our podcast after that game, you'll hear that we were like, that's all for cameras and all that shit and everything we predicted like, Oh, he's going to be so motivated to look out for him. It was all said. Yep. And he didn't Um, show up. He did not. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and then we'll do some quick picks of next week and talk Patriots offseason. Okay, Tim, real quick, we don't have to – I mean, we can get into the nitty-gritty if you want, but what's your thought on first the Bengals going to Arrowhead to face the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game? Uh, They won three weeks ago. It could be interesting. It could be – this I don't think will be a defensive struggle. No, that's the game. Jamar Chase had three touchdowns and 200 something receiving yards, and he could probably just do it again. So he legit could be the, he could make or break the AFC championship game. If he has a huge game, I mean, 
obviously say this about Hill or Kelsey, but if he has a huge game, the Bengals could win. Yeah. And I mean, the Chiefs had something to play for when they lost to the Bengals. They had the number one seed to play for. Totally. So it's not like they were packing it in either. Um, I don't know. I guess you go with the team that's been there before. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to go with the Chiefs, but I'm a I'm a huge Bengals fan on Sunday cuz I would I'd like to see it mixed up. Yeah, I wouldn't mind a little uh, You know, Bengals Niners. Um What do you think about the NFC? I think the Niners are going to win. I really do. I think they have a good enough defense to stop the Rams. They, like we said, the Kyle Shanahan McFay thing. I do. I put a little bit of stock in the coaches first coaches that have worked together, you know, in, in their careers. Cause you share things and it seems like Shanahan didn't share anything with McVay, but McVay shared a ton of stuff with him and Shanahan just owns them. You know, yeah. like I think that's why the Patriots lose to the Dolphins when Flores is the head coach, because Flores coached the team and knows the players. Yeah, I also McVay. It's interesting McVay and Shanahan. I kind of don't trust either of them with a lead late. They're gonna, they're very much in the school of, I'm gonna stick with my shit. My shit's gonna work instead of being like, no, let's just make them do. Let's do the old school football thing of drain three, the three timeouts and then make the stop on defense. Yeah. They don't do that as um God. I don't know. I I'm going to I think Matt Stafford pulls it out and I think I think it really could be like holy shit. Jimmy G just played his last game in San Francisco. They're going to go with Trey Lance. Really? Yeah. Uh, mainly because I, I don't know. I just, that, so I was thinking this, Tim. Hear me out. The Rams have the best player at their position in three spots in football. And technically this year, you could say four. They have the best defensive tackle, the best cornerback, the best yeah. hunter, and you could this year specifically make an argument for Cooper Cup. I don't even. What do you? I don't think it's. A, he was clearly the best wide receiver this year. Well, I'm just saying. Like, are you gonna tell me that you want Cooper Cup over Devonte Adams or Justin Jefferson or Jamar Chase? Uh, or like, maybe. I think it, the thing with Cooper Cup is he doesn't make like the crazy catches, right. but he's always open. He he's gets always open. He does he make great catches. Um, so that's one thing about the Rams. I can't like get out of my head is they are so good at all those positions. And I don't know. I just, that late interception for Jimmy G could really fuck them. This it, like maybe they've gotten gotten yeah. by for two weeks with 
without that fucking him over. And this week it could. He I also he doesn't have a touchdown pass in the playoffs. Yeah. You're gonna need to throw a touchdown on Sunday. Right. It helps that Debo Samuel is Debo Samuel is gonna be hard to watch the rest of my life. Yeah. So is AJ Brown. Yeah. But what Debo does, like Debo was awesome this first year, then got hurt. AJ Brown is awesome, but and who knows if they get a real quarterback. Uh, so yeah, I think the games will be good. I don't, I don't see the Chiefs blowing out the Bengals. I don't. I don't think so because I just think the Bengals will be able to match them because the Chiefs D is still not that good. No. All right. And then finally, Tim. I I have now seen four people. The I've seen. Oh, I had it written down. I can't find it right now. The cornerback or the wide receiver from Alabama. Jameson. Yep. A wide receiver from USC. Um, He has, he has like, honestly, like he has such a white name. I got to look it up. It's like, is he a white wide receiver? Yeah. Drake London. Oh, he's not white. Oh, no, it's not Jake Smith. Maybe I'm thinking of Jake Smith. Jake no. Smith is a very white name. No, so it's Drake London. It was not. I saw Jake Smith somewhere. It's not him. Drake London's the guy um, that I saw projected to the Patriots. And I have pro football focus right now has N'Kobe Dean, which. That's. Yeah. Yes, please. And then this one, CBS, I hope they're wrong. They have Ahmad Gardner. The uh, cornerback from Cincinnati, him, if the Patriots take a cornerback <laughs> in the first round, I'm going to drive to your house and rip your chest hair out. The um, in your belly He is supposed hair. to be good, though. Great. And when I say he's supposed to be good, I only know that because I watched the playoff game against Alabama, where Alabama then scored 40 points on them. So it does make you wonder how good they really are. Because he didn't stop Jameson in that game. No. So that's just, that's what I don't want. And I wonder. Just pick Dean and call it a day. If there, um, if the rumors about Calvin Ridley are possibly true, then give me Dean and let's roll. Yeah. Calvin Ridley. Why is it that Calvin Ridley always is linked to the Patriots? Just because of Dimitrov? I don't know. He's not there anymore. I he's the only then why did the Patriots always gonna trade with the Falcons? I don't get it. I don't know. I, it's just one of those things that it's oh, who'd be good on the Patriots? Oh, I don't know. Calvin Ridley. A fast receiver that can go split the D. I don't know. But if it was true, give me Dean, give me Ridley, and yes, please. Yeah. I I I can't have they can't draft that cornerback. Even if he's good. Right. I mean. Tag Jackson. If it turned out that he turned into like one of those shutdown guys like Revis or Ramsey or whatever. Great. But you're. If you're. He could also be Joe on Williams. Right. If you're ranking the units on the Patriots right now. 
The one that needs the least upgrade is probably running back. And second is defensive backfield. If third. Jonathan Jones comes back healthy. The third. The offensive line. The line's awesome, too. I still have questions about their left tackle. Yeah. He looked like a turnstile too many times. Yeah. I, I hope they draft Dean. It is way too far away. Yeah. And they're going to draft somebody from a fucking Division three school. Yeah. I just, I, it'd kind of be nice if they just were like, here's a guy who dominated at Alabama or here's a guy who dominated at USC at wide receiver. That'd be nice instead of taking, oh, the, this guy is a deep threat from Arizona, Arizona State. State. Yeah. It just, or this guy played lacrosse. <laughs> Or quarterback. Or yeah. Just a guy who they're like, this is a this is a really good prospect and almost a can't miss prospect. Give me that. Yeah, I think and I mean at least with Jameson, him and Mac Jones have played together, and that's kind of the trend of the league. Mm-hmm. Is the you get a good quarterback with a wide receiver that he has played with. Yeah. And that seems to work. You know, you look at Tua and Waddle, although they probably didn't. Waddle was probably a freshman. Yeah. They played a little Tua, bit in practice. Yeah. But Jason Burrow. I well, mean, actually, no. Tua, Tua threw a, the game-winning touchdown pass in that national championship to Devontae Smith, who was the same grade that left the same time as Waddle. So oh, yeah, probably so must have. And then, and I don't know why the USC wide receiver, unless they're saying that those Ohio state wide receivers are going to be gone before Maybe, yeah. they get to the Patriots. Yeah. If one of them's on the board, then they should draft one of them. Uh, Garrett Wilson's projected 13th. Um, oh, we got a special guest here. Um, yeah. So those guys are probably coming off the board already. But that's the the crazy thing about wide receivers is sometimes it's like scouts and people can look at them and say, it's there. It's just, they had a shitty college quarterback. True. Or they can look at it and say, he's phenomenal and he's a deep threat and he comes in and he sucks. Right. I need, yeah. I need, I need them to hire a third party to get me get wide receivers. Um, they need that the guy the Steelers used to have, that wide receivers coach. Well, apparently, the Steelers still have them because they just keep getting good wide receivers. The um, other thing I was reading was like they're not going to have any linebackers. None of them are signed right now. Um, or I shouldn't say that. Like Hightower is not signed, and Bentley is on the last year, and Collins. Okay, honestly, Tim, after that Buffalo game, I I don't care. I mean, I've said I love Hightower for what he did, but not everyone's Tom Brady. Not everyone no. can just keep playing. And McCordy, I'm fifty fifty. If the I, safeties were Phillips and Duggar, I'm okay with that. That I want that. I will, again, same exact thing. Dev, thanks for everything. 
great career. You do great stuff in the community. Keep that up. But I now want Slater to come back. Well, yeah, you don't you don't want to lose the your special teams guy. <laughs> All three phases, Tim. So, yeah, we'll All see. Right. I mean, it's just going to be an annoying. What do we got? Three months till the draft. Yeah, I know. In the off season. One final thing, and then we'll say goodbye. We said we we're going to touch on the Celts. So. Today, happy Marcus Smart can get traded day. And there are rumors flying. So that's all. I read that's one yesterday the... going to the Mavs. See ya. See for you later. Bridges? Was it for Bridges? I saw. No, it was for two guys that aren't really any. It was like a cap thing. Oh, yeah. That's what the whole trade last week was. But, yeah, it's he's eligible to get traded, so... I'm going to probably fire up the trade machine after I edit this this episode together. Yeah. See you later. If um, he's gone by tonight, I, w- I will be happy. Yeah. But, Tim, see you later to you. Yeah, um, I'll see you. We'll be back next week when uh, it, when we have a Super Bowl matchup. Oh, big game. Big game. All right. See you. Bye.